How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex. I'm my co-host here, Ryan Moran. And today we want to take a look at Ndamukong Sue. I can never say this guy's name right. <laughs> it's a tongue twister, but, you know, uh, best known for uh, stomping on people's ankles and having a very aggressive uh, mindset, uh, to say the least. But Sue is an interesting player who is a current free agent um, and may be a potential fit for the New York Jets. You know, the Jets, there are some question marks about their run defense, the defensive tackle position. Um, of course, you got Quinn Williams, who's kind of the semantic guy. But then you got, like, Sheldon Rankins and a couple others. Um, they will be competing for starting snaps there, or at least, you know, didn't have the best 2021 seasons. But Sue um, is known for his ability to stop the run. He was an elite run defender at one point in time. He still has some uh, pretty solid value. Probably had his worst season as a professional last year with Tampa Bay. Um, he did still collect seven sacks, 27 hurries, and 17 tackles. So, you know, he still offers um, a little bit as a pass rusher. But the Jets really need run defense. And, you know, if he can kind of come in and make that impact, which I think he can, uh, there is definitely a lot to like about potentially signing him. But before we dive into Sue, his statistics, what do you bring to this team and maybe what he would cost? Ryan, how do you do today, my friend? I'm doing good, Alex. I definitely, like you said there, think there is some upside to Ndamukong Sue and what he would provide to the Jets. Look, for me personally, it's not even close. Like the run defense of the Jets just in general is the biggest question mark I have entering training camp for the 2022 season. You know, the Jets at the nose tackle position for the longest time, you go back to Chris Jenkins, Snacks Harrison, Steve McClendon, and as recent as Foley Fadukasi. I mean, the Jets have had so many guys just with the size that can, you know, fill up space, you know, plug gaps inside and plug the run. And to me right now, I don't really know who that guy is on this roster. I think that Jermaine Johnson and John Franklin Myers on the edge, you know, can set, can set it well and be physical. They have the size to slow down the run and contain it. Inside, I think you got to feel good about Quentin Williams as one of your tackles. But alongside him and then alongside C.J. Mosley, linebacker, to me, I, I'm very concerned about this run defense. And I think Sue, you know, he's he's experienced. He's an older veteran. He's got a pedigree in this league of, you know, playing at a high level. And to me, I think, you know, the, the Jets salary cap space, I want to say right now it's hovering around $10 million. And obviously after final cuts, space will, you know, uh, you know create itself. So, you know, I think that they have the money. I just wonder from Sue's point of view, you know, is he going to have interest in wanting to come to a younger team like the Jets? He's obviously been, you know, with the Rams in the Super Bowl, was with the Bucs and won a Super Bowl and been on a lot of winning teams over the last four years. So it's interesting. And, you know, look, if the Jets were to add Sue, I think it definitely, you know, really addresses to me. And I think most Jeff fans a big concern entering camp. Yeah, look, if you want to kind of take that second-year step rebuild uh, for this Jets team, they've done a lot of good things this offseason from injecting more offensive line talent and defensive secondary talent. Of course, drafting Jermaine Johnson, like you mentioned, you got DJ Reed, you got Sauce Gardner, you got Jordan Whitehead, who actually was a teammate of Sue's last year. So maybe there's a connection there to give a little insight into uh, maybe what he'd bring. I imagine Robert Sala has seen enough of him over the years to know exactly what he'd bring. Uh, but on the offensive side, you got Lakin Tomlinson and, of course, the development um, of, uh, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker. And then you have, of course, Makai Becton coming back. Hopefully he's ready to go. Was placed on the physically unable to perform list, but I'm sure he will be off of that in the coming in the coming days and weeks. Uh, but Sue is interesting because, you know, like I mentioned before, he's had a pretty impressive career. One of the best run stoppers in football back when during his days with Miami back in 2016, 2017. Um, some really good days in LA in 2018. Then two great years of Tampa Bay in 2019 and 20. I wouldn't say great, maybe uh, good, not great. Uh, and the last year, probably the worst year of his career, but still offers a lot as a pass rusher. Now, the question is, how much would Sue cost, right? So last year, he was on a one-year $9 million deal and then a one-year $8 million deal in 2020. So at his age, 35 and a half, he'll be 36 this upcoming season. 
I'm probably looking at him and saying, I'll give you a one-year $7 million deal. He's been just cashing on these $1 million deals his entire career um, after that big six-year $114 million deal with the Miami Dolphins back in 2015. And then he had a, he's kind of just been like bouncing from team to team and then stuck with Tampa Bay for three years. But with the Jets, I feel like, like you said, he addresses a pretty big concern. He's a massive human being um, at six foot four, 315 pounds. Um, you know, obviously a veteran in this league was the second overall selection back in 2010. He's a tremendous player, has been for a long time. But that added aggressiveness in the Jets defense, um, I think, goes a long way. You know, he's a veteran presence. He's a leader for guys like Jermaine Johnson. Carl Lawson would probably be a stud alongside him. You know, I think that's probably a big one to, to mention. You know, if you look at the defensive front for the Jets and you're like, you're like Carl Lawson, Quinnen Williams, John Franklin Myers, and you got, um, and then you have, of course, like Jermaine Johnson on the side or Bryce Huff, whoever it might be. That's a pretty enticing group of players there. You know what I mean? Like Sue makes that name, Sue, that aggressiveness and physicality and pass rush that he brings, it, it means something. And you can kind of tell, I think aside from just run defense, how much value do you think you bring to the pass rush? Like, well, how do you think that helps the secondary? I mean, you want a good pass. You want a good pass rush because that secondary is young. Um, you know, I mean, DJ Reed's a veteran. Jordan Whitehead is a little bit un unestablished. I wouldn't say he's an established long-term solution. They have him on a two-year deal and out after the first season that pretty much clears the majority of the salary space. Um, but I will say, I think having a good pass rush would mask a lot of deficiencies. Michael Carter, the second second year, shows some good games, but still very unproven. Um, what do you think that the benefits of Sue uh, would be as a pass rusher? For sure. I think, like you said, that's really where his best production last year came was still generating pressures, getting some sacks. And I think that's really the name of the game. I mean, you just need timely sacks, you know, generating pressure on third downs, late in games and, you know, to add as many as possible. And the, look, the Jets, you look at the addition of Michael Clemens, you look at the addition of Solomon Thomas. They weren't necessarily needs by any by any means, but, you know, they still went forth and added those players, you know, I think at that position right now, you're really looking at Nathan Shepard and Jonathan Marshall. So a lot of unknowns, you know, I think Sue would be a massive upgrade to say the least, just based on his name, his pedigree, what he's accomplished in the league. Uh, he and John Franklin Myers were actually with the Rams the same, the same year. It was JFM's rookie year in 2018. And he actually played as an edge defender that year. He came in on third downs and was opposite Dante Fowler when they had Sue and Aaron Donald inside. So, you know, definitely a little bit there. And look, I, I just think, Sue, you, you got to respect his presence. I think that's the main thing. And you don't want to have teams just focusing in on Quentin Williams and John Franklin Myers, you know. So I think in that sense, he definitely helps. You know, teams definitely have to put some attention, shift some focus his way. And look, like you said, he still, you know, while he, it wasn't his best year in 2021, he still had some production, you know, generating pressure and beating blocks, getting after the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that added pressure is great. And uh, the run-stopping ability, he's definitely a big body. I think he'd probably be better than anybody the Jets have on the roster right now, aside from Quinnen, in terms of just uh, ability to plug those gaps and be a physical presence there. Um, and, you know, he also has been, like, pretty healthy his entire career. He's I don't think he's ever missed a season. And he's never played under 798 snaps, which shows he's very reliable. And he doesn't come off the field very often, which is pretty great. Uh, for the Jets. And then looking at the Jets' salary space, they have $8.8 .8 million. So if they sign him to a one-year $8 million deal, it's not exactly where you want to be heading into the season with under a million dollars to spend. So like that's the biggest con, in my opinion, is that he just might be a little bit too pricey uh, for this Jets team unless they were going to try and find a way uh, to open up salary space. But there's nobody that really stands out to me and Connor McGovern, but you guys need that center there unless you will go out and get Shredder, but he's not going to be much cheaper um Sheldon Rank yeah, I guess you could cut Sheldon Rankins actually and say 5.4 mil so I guess there there's the there's kind of the answer if you wanted to go get Indomitian Sue 
you look at the Jets' salary space, you say, okay, Sheldon Rankins plays the same spot. He has a $5.4 million cap savings if you cut him right now. And then you just flip that money over to Sue, and it's a much better player. The question is, does Sue want to play for the Jets? Maybe he wants to go to a team that's ready to win a Super Bowl. Maybe he wants to go and wait until a defensive stock gets injured and then joins a team midseason. Does he want to be on a rebuilding team that does not have Super Bowl aspirations this year? Uh, I think that's the big question rather than the Jets wanting him because I think obviously he makes sense and he's a good fit. And he uh, and Robert Sala loves that aggressive nature that a guy like him would bring. Uh, but I'd love to hear your perspective below in the in the YouTube comments. As always, my friends, would you like Antama Sue? Do you think it makes sense for this team? If not, why? I would love to hear your perspectives, even if you disagree. Um, you know, always happy to hear your narratives and, and have, have, a, have a good conversation about it. Make sure to like and subscribe as always on the YouTube channel and Spotify and Apple. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.